0: Welcome to Solo Sailing with Trev White, and today just going to talk about the sail from the Great Barrier Islands up to Whangarei in North Island, New Zealand. So, previously I was down in Great Barrier Island trying to uh, work out whether to go into Auckland or to go to Whangarei, and uh, the reason was I, I need to get a sail repaired, I need to meet some crew who are planning to join me and uh, just check general repairs and also provision the boat. So after ringing around for the rest of the day, um, I've come to the conclusion that the only place to go was Whangarei. Having never been to Whangarei, I mean, I imagine it was just like a little creek. To my surprise, it's anything but. It uh, is a major port. They export a number of things from the actual port entrance, and then they have quite a large river goes inland to, uh, yeah, quite a large marine district, which has everything up to super yachts and um, quite large vessels uh, to just standard yacht marinas. And the place where I am right now is um, a place called the Town Basin, up in the middle of Whangarei Township. Whangarei is about, I suppose, hour, hour and a half north of Auckland, but the, uh, the benefit for me... Is it's quite small compared to Auckland, and I have a sailmaker here, UK sails, which um, can repair my mainsail. So I tore the mainsail sailing from Picton in a uh, in a gale. So I'm going to get um, that repaired for the trip north, and yeah, I'll get the jib sewn over and some other small repairs done. Uh, there's a number of places where I can buy engine parts, oil, even, you know, generally they're all spare parts. I mean, spares of spares. I have already have spares on board, but when I go on a big trip, I carry more spares so that I don't break into my essential spares kits. But I'm also putting an extra, well, I suppose, 10 litres of oil. And for a lot of these big boats, 10 litres wouldn't even touch the sides. But, you know, I have a 50 horsepower engine. It's quite old and it takes 5 litres of oil. So I have two oil changes with that 10 litre drum plus i also carry a, a spare five liters in um, in my storage compartment which i don't touch so yeah that's the plan and then um tomorrow the next day i'm meeting with justine and pierre a french couple who uh wish to join me on the trip um the trip north which will probably be to tonga i think and I think at this stage, a British girl who is living in New Zealand. She's going to come up with a girlfriend and um, check out the boat, have a meeting, make sure we're uh, all compatible. Works both ways. I need to be compatible with um, any crew I take on board because we're stuck together for a couple of weeks. And I don't particularly want to be stuck on a boat with someone who uh, drives me insane. So that um, is the short-term plan, but the place I'm at is, yeah, it's quite interesting. It is um, it is very much like a little town. Um, but yeah, the sail, I, I, I left, decided to leave Great Barrier Island uh, early in the evening. I left at about 8 o'clock, so we dropped the mooring, sailed out of the bay around in, um, a little island there, headed out to sea, and... It's 50 miles across, 50 nautical miles, across to um, the entrance to Port Fungaree, and it's, I think it was all up about 67 nautical miles up to the town basin. So I um, yeah sailed southeast past Little Barrier Island, which is not so little, and then past Lamb Rock. So just stayed on the um, southeast sides of those, just to make navigation easy for myself that night, and as it happened, it was black as a cave out there. Couldn't see anything apart from uh, lights. Um, there was very little moon. Oh, in fact, there was no moon. And when I left, it was quite lovely conditions. It was um, sort of an onshore breeze, uh, westerly. And I had a really nice sail. I was just cruising up the um, up the island. And uh, probably early hours of the morning, it started to pick up to the northwest, so that made sailing a bit more challenging, but I just pointed up higher into the bay to make the use of the uh, as much wind as I could. So I was going in the direction. So yeah, the bay got quite shallow, but um, once I'd got right up into the bay and got the protection from the um, sort of the the port area, I then dropped sails and just motored across to the um, the shipping lane. So I had to get there about six thirty seven o'clock for uh, slack water. And we got there probably about 7 o'clock, I guess, um, which was perfect. It was just a breeze getting in. It was really well lit. It is a bit shallow at spots, but um, it's designed for large shipping. There's multiple shipping routes coming in. So, yeah, just lined up the channel markers and went in. Um, Yeah, it was... Well, it was a wet, cold, misty, Jurassic Park type of morning. It was, uh, yeah, it's quite a, you know, it's a real look- looking place when you're sailing in there if you've never been before. But um, yeah, I sailed past Urquhart's Bay, um, which is off to starboard and looks like a really good little anchorage. I would have, if I wasn't pushing to get the to Town Basin, I would have probably stopped in there and anchored in there. And then a little bit further up on the left um, was Marsden Cove off to the port. So haven't looked in there, but I could see them all the masts in the distance. Uh, it's sort of a I suppose a bit of a trendy area. It's lots of nice homes with a, um, a channel running into the uh, into the marina. So I gather that it's quite a large marina and uh, well kept. Um, I think you'd have to stay into the channel though. It's, it looks a bit shallow each side. So when I come and do customs, I'll I'll make sure I do that in daylight. But yeah, the the river um, is pretty pretty uh, much. Navigable, well, it's navigable all the way to the town basin, but um, it's dredged, it's maintained, it's lit. Uh, it was deep all the way up to the airport, which is about halfway mark up the river, and then you um, and you sort of go through a bit of an s bend into um, into the Fungore industrial area. So it's an interesting spot. I was really surprised. I thought Fungore was a bit of a little tiny backwater, but it's um, it's definitely a major, major maritime maintenance, shipbuilding. Not about shipbuilding, but ship repair facilities. There's loads of big haulouts that can handle small ships or super yachts. Uh, loads of catamarans up on the hard. Quite a few different marinas that I passed. Some good, some not so good. Um, I was curious about the the river. You know, they had a recent cyclone there, um, but. From what I can see, like it, it looks in pretty good condition all the way through. Um, and obviously lots of choice if you're going to haul out. There's loads and loads of uh, haul out facilities. So that's something to, for me to consider um, if I come back to New Zealand. yeah, you know, I recently did a haul out in Port Ferry in Victoria. So it's a t- tiny little place, but managed to get my yacht out uh, on the top of the high. And yeah, we did uh, di- Cleaned the bum, new anti So my anti is only about... Ooh, what is it now? It's probably six months old. Um, so it's in still in pretty good condition. Um, although the water is bloody freezing here, so I have no intention of jumping in and checking it, but I'm still maintaining pretty good boat speed. So that's the best way of me gathering, whether it's clean but, um, and the town basin looks disgusting, so I won't be jumping in there either. But the uh, spot I am, is I'm, um, well, going past the uh, the marinas and the, the industrial area, it was sort of a little bit more shallow. I think you, could, yeah, you couldn't really switch off. You had to keep an eye on what was going on, particularly the first time being there. And then there was a bridge, like a lifting road, uh, road bridge, Um what do they call that? They called it the, uh, some crazy little name. to a Bridge. I know I haven't pronounced it correctly, but it's quite a uh, pitch-wrestling bridge. I needed to get on the, uh, radio to the bridge operator. It gave him a bit of warning, and then, um, Again, radioed him about 500 metres out. He raised the bridge and, um, yeah, went through it. was pretty stressless, except that some guy behind me didn't have a radio, so he was trying to tag along with me, which made it very confusing for everybody. And then when I got up into the town basin, um, I tied up right out front of the uh, town basin marina on their visitor berth, which was quite stress-free, and even though I was by myself, which is always... It's always difficult when you're by yourself trying to tie up. Um, someone came down and uh, grabbed some lines, which made it a bit more uh, bit more easy because um, there was a super yacht in front of me. Not a super yacht, but probably a 70-foot expensive big white thing, which I didn't want to run into. But, yeah, there was, it was probably 100 feet of berth, so um, I just gently pulled up and got some lines aboard, and then we just you know, manoeuvred the boat into a position which the marina was comfortable with. So yeah, now I'm tied up at uh, Town Basin, which is a, a restaurant, not more than 25 feet from where I'm sitting right now. Uh, looks pretty good. There's some pubs nearby, uh, but the best thing from my perspective is there's something called Pack and Save, which I think is a Kiwi wholesale consumables place, uh, not more than 100 metres away, maybe 150. So that's where I'll be doing my shopping. I can probably walk a trolley across the road and, um, and load the boat up. So that is fantastic. And I think about a kilometre away, there's a rep go and some places where I can purchase oil and consumables for the engine. Sailmaker is 400 metres away. So I will probably borrow one of the uh, marina trolleys, load up my main and jib and walk that down to the Sailmaker tomorrow. Um, it's pretty easy for the crew to find so in the next couple of days we'll um, get everybody on board and have a bit of a chinwag, cup of tea or coffee and work out what people's uh, intentions and desires are for sailing and if it doesn't work out then I will go north by myself it's only about, well, Fiji I think 8 days, Tonga might be 10 to 12 days Again, I need to do a bit more detailed planning. And I need to try and pick a weather window. That's the challenge, apparently, is getting a decent weather window to um, do that trip. And weather around here at the moment has been pretty garbage. And I think um, there's a big blow coming. Well, there was a big blow coming into the South Island. Whether it affects the North Island, I don't really know. But I need to sit down and start looking at the weather more, more rigorously. So I don't really want to spend more than about a, a week in my current location, if if like shorter if I can. So yeah, that's where I'm at. Um, I think the first thing I'll do is finish this, and then I'll probably go and find a pub, sit down, have a beer. I need to get a haircut. I'm sure the town centre has um, both of those uh, available to me. But yeah, I could uh, quite comfortably sit in a pub and have a couple of beers. Take my notebook and do a bit of planning. Um, You know, plan in a far more civilised way than sitting on the boat. And I will um, work out which location to go to. I'm definitely leaning towards Tonga. I mean, it sounds exotic. Uh, I like the people. Um, There's whales apparently in Tonga, more so than Fiji, but I I imagine they both get whales. But Tonga seems to have a, um, or markets whales. So the girlfriend likes whales, so um, if she gets to Tonga, then we'll have um, the opportunity to maybe dive with some whales. We'll see. Um, I think uh, Nuka Alufa or something like that, is how that pronounced, the uh, main destination in Tonga. And then there's a whole variety of islands, but it looks... Yeah, it looks a bit challenging. There's lots of reef through there. Um, <coughs> excuse me. And There's um, lots of little islands. There's more volcanoes, new volcanoes. I think there's a new island actually as well. So that would be interesting to see. Um, so I'm going to look at that and plan. I think you know Tonga is basically broken into three three parts. There's a southern main island group, um, central island group and then the Northern Ireland Group. Um, My plan, I think, would be to sail into uh, this Nuka Alufa and provision there, clear customs, check it out, and then I would go um, probably a few days in the Central District or Central Island area, check that out, and then, you know, get up into the north. I think there's a, a bigger airport in the north as well, but um, I have to do a bit more research and uh, and then from there it looks like yeah, you can sail across to um, Fiji and go into a place called Sabu Sabu so and again I haven't, re- haven't really worked out the whole Fiji thing there's you know, several island groups um, trying to work out the weather trying to work out um, the best sailing routes like Fiji is just a, a minefield of reefs um, when you look at across from Tonga to Fiji it's uh, there's just reefs everywhere I mean I would have hated to be sailing here back in the day back you know hundred years ago when navigation was pretty garbage even today with all the um, all the equipment we have satellite navs you know detailed charts um Underwater sonar, better depth gauges. People still run aground. You know they run aground and they sink. People die. Um, you get caught in a storm, and you know you might not be able to uh, sail away from an island. You might you know just it might be to leeward, and and that's the problem when you're sailing through these uh, reefy areas. There's always a lie an island to leeward. So you've got to look at the weather, and you've got to look at the route that you want to sail and and uh, try and pick a route that is manageable if the weather turns to crap so that is my plan beers and some loose planning uh maybe a conversation with crew see when they will exactly turn up maybe do a swing by the supermarket before i um go to the pub or maybe on the way to the pub and then i will um Check out what's available. <coughs> get some, um, something for my COVID cough. I think it's probably, you know, a remnant bloody COVID or something. But uh, it seems to be everybody's got one of these things these days. Um, yeah, I'll do a walk around the supermarket, work out what everything costs over there, whether it's the best supermarket to go to. When you're doing, you know, big shops for two or three weeks, you want to get... Good bang for your buck. And New Zealand obviously has different produce to Australia, so I need to make sure I can get what I need and buying in bulk, relatively. Um, maybe while will sit, sit at the pub. I'll, I'll make a bit of a grocery list as well. Although I tend to like to do that when I, I have crew. I don't know what they like eating. French, it'll be... Well, French are generally good cooks, so... that's. Uh, I had a French couple um, when I was in Tasmania. And they love cooking. Uh, food was very tasty, very hearty. Um, so I don't know where these guys are from, but French always seem to be good cooks. Um, and then UK girl, I'm not sure what she will like if she joins us. Um, I like stir fries and spicy foods and hearty soups. Um, don't really eat bread, but I like cooking bread when I'm sailing. Um I don't, yeah, I don't eat it at all when I'm not sailing, so it doesn't make any sense, but I enjoy cooking it. So I'll probably do some bread mixes and do some um, loaves of bread for the crew. Uh, what else is there? don't tend to take chicken. Chicken always goes off for some reason. I'm, I haven't been any success with chicken, but I'm, I've got a new freezer on board at the moment. It's been working really well, so... I could probably take chicken for the first week and um, we do some chicken stir-fries or uh, some other chicken dishes. Beef tends to last a bit better for me. Um, and then I also take things like Spam and, uh, you know, tinned meats. They're a bit more expensive in many cases. Uh, not, you know, probably not great for you. for salt and other preservatives, but Everything's a sacrifice when you're um, when you're sailing. You uh, you've got to take something in the way of protein. If you can't catch fish, and not always successful catching fish, even though we throw lures out, I've sailed for thousands of miles and um, and not even got a bite. But we will buy some more lures. Probably got about twenty on board, so it should be enough. It'd be nice to catch a small tuna. I don't like catching big fish because I think it's uh, wasteful. I like, um, I tend to generally let them go um, if they're too big. And uh, I like to just catch something that's a couple of days worth of meat. And that seems to uh, be the best way for my boat. But anyway, we are in the town basin. The people here are very nice, uh, very accommodating. And I think it is the perfect spot. So if you are sailing into New Zealand somewhere between Opawa and uh, Auckland. I recommend Whangarei for, there uh, seems to be a lot of services here. A uh, bit of a country vibe. I'm not really a city guy, so I like country casual. And um, yeah, it does have an airport, so there's airports, there's buses. It's You can get to Auckland pretty easily from here, but you don't have all the bullshit of a big town. I think that's enough for today. I will um, make my priorities of checking out the supermarket, heading to the uh, pub for a beer, a bit of lunch, and um, and then we will um, start making grocery lists and talking to crew. I hope you have a good day and uh, safe sailing.